0: Hi, and welcome to WOW Talk. My name is Donna. And my name is Darlene. And today we are going to talk about how the eyes are the window to health. Absolutely. So, um... What do we mean by that, Darlene? Well, have you ever heard about iridology? I have. I have. have. And I have seen an iridologist once. And guess what? I even took a course on it once. No. So I even... Now I'm going back years and years ago. I wonder where my notes are. You're holding out on me.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. So iridology, I, I honestly forget the details of the history of it, but there's a story about an owl. Somebody had an owl and the owl broke its leg or broke its wing. And you know how owls have like big, huge eyes, right? Yes. So apparently after this injury, the owl got this mark on its eye. And I think that's how iridology started. But um, yeah, yeah. Interesting. For sure. And so when I was in school, iridology was a course that was offered in the very final year before I graduated. And I came from a very scientific background and I thought this was just complete hogwash. Like think, like, yeah, right. You know, I wanted, I, I was I was the class rep and I didn't want this course. I didn't think it was, was credible and there was no value to this and there was no science to this. And I just really, really had a problem taking this course. But I didn't get anywhere with changing the rules or the um, curriculum. So I had to finish the course. And as part of the, we do a regular physical exam the way a medical doctor does. But we have extra pieces that we do as naturopathic doctors. And at that time, one of those extra evaluations of health included a thorough assessment of the iris on the eye. So iridology is the study of the Iris, the colored part of your eye, and different ways the fibers look and different colors and markings on the eye and how they connect to the rest of the body. So I had to perform twenty-five assessments to check off a box to graduate. Twenty-five assessments? In 25 patients, 50 eyeballs. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 50 eyeballs. And uh, each time I did the next patient and the next patient physical exam, did another one, did another one. And I had learned in the classroom, these are stress rings. This is ring of fire. This is that, this is that. And I started seeing some of these things and, and I became... Aware of how different people's eyes could look. You could have 10 people with brown eyes, but one person has orange and one person has black spots and dents and whatever. And by the time I finished 50 eyeballs, I thought, okay, they're onto something. Uh, yeah. That is so
0: fascinating. And even one person's, the two eyes will be different, correct? Of course. So, of course. So, yes. Yeah. So, why don't you give us a crash course, very reader's digest? Ish, <laughs> not very, because I'm sure we could go on and on for hours. So, what would be, why would somebody go then to an iridologist? Why would you choose to do that?
1: Well, I chose to seek that as an addition to my practice because I want that for my cancer survivors in particular. Why? because iridology can show you constitutional things about a person. So if you're feeling well, you don't have symptoms, you're passing the MRI test and you're passing the medical doctor blood test. And what what that means is that there's no disease. They're not finding tumors. They're not finding cholesterol, but they don't know how to talk about your vulnerabilities. So every Human is born with weaker areas of health and stronger areas of health. And so, you know, blue-eyed people are prone to this and brown-eyed people are prone to that. And in medicine, we know that different cultures, different ethnicities, different heights of people have vulnerabilities to different diseases. And so... In in anybody, but especially for my cancer survivors, I wanna dig deeper for those most subtle things and and catch things very, very early to say, hey, work on that. You know, you have a person whose liver's really slow, so maybe you should, you know, include this beverage or food in your lifestyle a couple times a week and keep things that simple. And and when I just had um, one of my cancer survivors had their first iridology this week. And the way we do it in the clinic is, I it's almost like going to a fortune teller. Tell them nothing. I go, when you go get your iridology, don't say anything. Don't tell them X, Y, Z, and nobody's going to see your patient file. Just go in there, cold turkey. And um, our iridologist was looking at his eyes, and she's looking at his eyes, and she's what's up with your right kidney? And he had had his right kidney surgically removed for cancer six months ago. And oh she, my God. yeah, and this patient was amazed. And at first, um, and the iridulcius was telling me, I go, oh, how did the appointment go with my patient? And she said, well, he was quite skeptical and hesitant at first. And after that, it was wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So fascinating. And would you
0: say that there are, not only clues in the eyes, but you can see things through the eye that are not apparent yet. Meaning you don't really have, as you said, you don't have symptoms. So could you detect things early on and this be used as preventative medicine? Or is it more showing symptoms and things that have happened?
1: Because the kidney
0: thing, clearly it happened.
1: Both. Uh, So that's the beauty of it, both. So for instance, if somebody comes in and they have digestive problems... Something that I very frequently find in physical exams is what I we call it ring of fire. And if you look at your eye, uh, anybody, the listeners can go look and take a take, really take a good look at your iris tonight. So come up close to a mirror, maybe like six inches away from mirror. get a flashlight or your phone light and shine the light sideways from like ear to ear. Okay. In front of your in eyes. Front. And then Perfect. just look in the mirror and On the colored part of your eye, just outside the pupil, so the pupil's the big solid black dot in the middle, just outside that, you're not supposed to see an orange circle. So we call that ring of fire. So when you go to a circus and the lion jumps through the ring of fire, flaming ring of fire, that's what it looks like. And what it represents is long-standing inflammation of the intestines. Okay. I think I've seen that ring a few times in yeah. my, my life. Yeah. yeah. So, So with all these patients who are talking about leaky gut syndrome and food sensitivities and IBS, it's a growing condition of, you know, more and more people are having these things. So the person might've come to me today because they've had digestive problems for the last six weeks. But then I found out that, man, five years ago, you had food sensitivities and you had a sensitive stomach as a child, or I don't even have to ask them those questions. I can look at their eyes and say, okay, it's not just the last 30 days we're talking about. Your intestine lining has had years worth of chronic inflammation to have time to create this orange circle on your eyes. Okay, now, specifically to that orange circle, will that stay there forever, even
0: if you work on those issues and reverse them, even if you heal them or not? Or do we have this ring of fire pretty much there, it's embedded now?
1: It varies, it varies. So constitutional things, that's your blueprint. So for instance, there are lymphatic constitution where the fibers have a certain pattern. So that would be forever. Realistically, I can see the intensity of the orange color dim down with time. Okay. So, certain things like that, it's almost like a record of the past. So, I can improve it. And I've had a, a, an extensive conversation with the iridologist about this as well, about stress rings. And she said the same thing that when you've had significant, long standing strain in your health, It's almost like a scar. I see. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then other things can change. So, for instance, she sees that when people have a need for cleansing, a lot of toxicity, lymphatic cleansing or liver cleansing that when she takes before and after pictures of the eyes, that you can definitely see that the brightness of the person's eyes becomes more vibrant in color of the fibers when the person's in a cleaner state. Okay, so that's interesting what you just said about the pictures of the eyes. I remember, I think I
0: went to maybe one or two appointments in my time. And back then, there were no pictures taken. I think it was just looking straight into the eyes. So now with technology has it changed when you go to an appointment? And maybe you could let us know what to expect in an appointment.
1: Absolutely, okay. so so there's no prep for the appointment, you just show up, right? Okay. And we do have a special little flashlight that's attached to a magnifying glass, which is how things started. And there are super expensive high tech, high zoom in cameras that are super expensive that are out there in the world of iridology. But realistically, you don't need them. You don't need to go to that magnification. And now with COVID, she has found it sufficient that she can even just use a cell phone camera and she can get enough precision with that and can do a great job even virtually with patients. So it's something that you don't even have to come in person for. That is fantastic. And what would the cost be? What is the,
0: like, what does it vary? I'm sure it's different all over, but what would you think um, someone would spend on an appointment and would they need many follow ups after?
1: Right. It depends on the findings. So the way we've structured it in the clinic is that when I refer an existing patient to her, I just need half an hour. Just read the fibers for me and record that and give it to me almost like using a lab. Right? Okay. And so it's just take the information and I'll take it from there. But independently as an iridologist who she's also trained in nutrition, she can, if someone came and is not necessarily my patient, someone can have uh an iridology session with her giving the recommendations, which would be more simple and food or lifestyle based. And the 30-minute appointment is $85 and the one-hour appointment is 150 Just to give viewers a, yeah, a, an, idea. an idea. And that's
0: Canadian dollars. Correct. So there you go. Yes. <laughs> there but you it gives go. you a baseline, gives you something to compare to.
1: <laughs> There's your 30% discount. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right. For yeah. all the Americans. <laughs> yeah. And then the frequency of appointments depends on what we're finding and what we're treating. So I usually treat conditions in three steps get the garbage out of the body put the nutrition in and heal the organs and when when i work on things like stress rings which i also see very often which are off white they almost look like eyelashes they're so thin they're just gentle dents in the fibers more on the outer edges of the iris and you're supposed to have zero stress rings and having two or three, that can come after about two or three years of stress. So it's roughly one year per stress ring. And um, with something like that, we'll talk about stress. We'll treat the adrenal glands or the nervous system or both. And it could take months or a year or two. So it's not like I'll look at the iris a month later. I don't expect it to be changed yet. But when I redo a physical exam a year later, then I would see more significant contrast. Okay. Well, I'm
0: sure that we have just scratched the surface here with this topic. Absolutely. Is there anything else you would like to add before we sign off?
1: Well, I think I think our viewers would really benefit from hearing it straight from Christina, who's who's just really fully immersed in the field, experienced, and she has a great photo collection of eyeballs on her Instagram page, which are really fun. I've asked her to make a, a scrapbook for the waiting room to show people. That is so
0: interesting and fun and educational. Too. So we will have Christina on as one of our guests. So and so if you are interested in this topic, then you will have something else to listen to. We will uh, have another episode
1: uh, sometime in the near future. Absolutely. All right. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you. And send us any questions or suggestions that you have for future podcasts. Yes, indeed. Bye for now. Bye.